What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Hello and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, Mindset Energy Coach. And here we are on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen online on your mobile device or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 radio. To learn more and for a full schedule, go to dreamvision7radio.com and get our apps. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really, really excited and can't wait to introduce our special guest to you in a moment. And we're going to talk about something really cool today. And before we get started, I just wanted to mention, as we do every week on Look for the Good, we're always looking for the good in situations. We're looking for the good in our lives. You know, our brains are so beautifully predisposed to look for what's wrong. That's just the way we're all programmed. And we're all the same in that tendency. So when we can retrain that brain to look for what's good and what's working, it's amazing how we can shift our whole life. And I love talking about that because there's so many different aspects of that and a lot of different avenues that we can go down to talk about looking for the good and how it affects our wholeness. And that's what we're going to talk about today, how to look at different energies within our lives to give us more wholeness, more juice, more vitality, more joy for life, right? Because that is what we're here for, isn't it? We want to live with joy. We want to feel good in our bodies, in our minds, in all of our relationships. We just want to feel good in this world. And that's what we do here. We're going to show you some really cool ways to do that. And wholeness is something you get when you own all of yourself, right? Because we are so many different things. We're all many different things. But when we can come into our life aligned and feeling aligned with who we are meant to be, with our natural tendencies and the things that bring us joy, because again, that's what we're here for, is to find those things. And when we can live with that alignment, alignment meaning you know, when you set an intention for your life, your intentions line up with your behaviors, which line up with what you end up doing. And the whole it's a full circle. Right. And and to incorporate all of our energies, the good or the bad when it comes and to know what to do with that when those things happen. That's what we love to talk about here. And my guest, Sunshine Beeson, is so happy to be here today. I, I'm so excited to have her on. And we saw each other recently. I was like, you have to come on my podcast because you have so much good to share with people. And I love how she gets really to the root cause of what is causing any sort of upset in your life or physical, mental, spiritual. Um, and she really helps any of those emotional struggles that we have, which is really where a lot of our triggers come from, right? And any of these perpetual health concerns that you have, and she loves to help you experience authentic transformation. And she's committed to take you on an inward journey to total wellness because we are whole and we're talking about our wholeness. 
you have to be in line in all those aspects of your life. And I love how she has um, a four-step approach to what she does. And she's going to talk about that. And we're really going to focus on a really cool thing today. We're going to talk about embracing and integrating our masculine and our feminine energies, right? And instilling those in ourselves. And that doesn't just mean male, female. I'm just talking about our energies and our tendencies. And Sunshine's going to elaborate on that for us. So welcome, Sunshine. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Carrie. I'm excited to be here too. Thank you. I really, really just felt like our work um, is very complementary to each other, you know, and I just love, you know, we talked about the what you do and how you help people get to the root cause and how you help people transform. And I love to know a little bit more about the why, because you have this really cool thing that not a lot of people know about. It's called Inspiral Iridology. And can you tell us a little bit about what exactly that means so that my listeners can understand that? So iridology is an assessment tool analyzing the iris of the eye for physical and emotional health. It's actually like a a blueprint to your soul, just like your fingerprint. No two eyes are alike, not even in twins. So there's so a plethora of information that um, goes to many, many depths of who you are as a human. Wonderful. Yeah, well, they do say the eyes are the window to the soul. And so I love that. And actually, I was lucky enough to have a reading with you at one point. And it was truly fascinating, just the depth of information you can get by studying somebody's iris. It's truly, truly remarkable. Um, tell us a little bit about the types of information and how can you, how does that relate to their overall wellness? Well, you, we, we can see uh, three generations back, three generations forward, and that means ancestral genetics. It also means what types of emotions are being held if we don't clear that. And what I mean by that, Carrie, is when I see people that are about to have a family, I say it's really, really important. We've got to clean up not only physically, but emotionally. We've got to do the four domains, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. I will give you a quick example. I did twins eyes that were eight months old, boy, girl, twins. And I said uh, to to the parents, I was looking at the little boy and I said to them, he's going to have some lymph issues. Do not give this child gluten or dairy. And on the emotional level, I saw that the father was holding some angst and anger towards his mother, which is the child's grandmother, and that that was going to be displayed at about two years old. He was going to start having these anger emotions coming up because it was unresolved with his father. When he was two, he actually had a congested lymph node in his neck and had to have surgery because the dad was giving him gluten and dairy. The dad also had some unresolved issues with his mother. So the, the kid was now starting to display these issues of anxiety and um, anger emotions. That's just one little, little wow. tip. Well, that's that's enormous. There's so much depth in there, right? You've mentioned multi-generational things happening 
you've mentioned stuff within the family and it's amazing how the parents can carry some of that and how it affects the children on such a deep level. I just think that's super, super powerful for people to understand and uncover that so they can do something about it right before that, that child grows into adult and he carries that with him the whole time. And what you're doing is sort of breaking that generational pattern, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. I followed some families previously um, we're looking at children's eyes and telling them the predispositions that could happen. And they, I tracked um, some of these kids for a few years and the parents would stay in touch with me and say, you know what, this is starting to happen, but you've given me the tools. You've given me the tools now to carry it forth so that these um, aspects don't even happen. These deficiencies. Wow, that's super, super powerful. Because as we know, when you talk about this as well, epigenetics, the new study of epigenetics says just because you have a gene or a trait does not necessarily mean that it's going to be expressed. The old environment versus hereditary, right? Now we know that just because you have it, it's more your environment. And also what's going on in this inner environment. I think when we think of environment, we usually think of outside of ourselves, but really our inner environment, I think is the most important piece. Absolutely. And I say you're not married to your genetics, that we we have the ability now to shift the neurotransmitters in the brain um, to retrace, go back, re-imprint, you know, recalibrate. And um, that's the other piece of the work that I do uh, with my, I, I do alchemy hypnotherapy, but I have my own system called HypnoCore Release where it's going down to the root core cause. That's where I get down to the root core cause of what's happening with people's surface anxiety, stress, depression, um, you know, continued struggles that they're not getting any resolve with. And when we go down to the depths of that, to the subconscious, then real change can take place. That is so powerful. I, I just love it because you get right to it. You know, it's, you can go around it and do therapy for many years, but you never really get right to it. And I love how you marry all those things together as you're talking about. And really, and I'm a big believer in hypnotherapy because that's how I, I use that for birthing. Um, and I loved it. And um, it really helped me get, you know, what I wanted out of the experience and feel like I could take, I had some power in the situation where you really sort of feel kind of out of control. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So I still go back and use the, those skills. That's how powerful. I had a, um, a dentist one time do a filling on me using my hypnobirthing. They all thought I was crazy in the office, but I'm like, no, I'm fine. It's just a little one. I don't like the Novocaine. I'd rather just do my hypnobirthing um, well in the chair. So I know how powerful, how powerful that is. It's a very powerful modality. Um, how would you say somebody's thoughts some of these feelings, some of these stories that we're telling ourselves inside of that inner environment, how does that come out? How does that affect some of these ailments and some of these diseases, if you will, that you see come into your office? Well, I, I love how you're saying the stories because, you know, the ego part of ourself, self that is all about survival, we've got the stories, right? And those stories have uh, served some people for a time, but then it's it's we outgrow those stories and it's difficult because it's familiar. So when we're trying to make some changes, the changes are, are sometimes a little bit difficult until those changes become the familiar. 
right? The unfamiliar becomes the familiar. And then we can, we have the ability to shift those stories. Um, you know, the mind is so incredibly powerful. And as you know, I mean, I think we're both into law of attraction and how the mind thinks and what, what we're making up. And there's an energy to everything we think. And so that, that thought becomes a behavior. The behavior becomes a reality. And we can shift that, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. That's super powerful. Making the unfamiliar more familiar. It's like, you know, being comfortable with being, you know, let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, because that's when we make the strides. That's where we embrace change. If there's something that we want to change in our lives, we have to step into that unknown or that uncomfortable until it becomes the known, the familiar. I love that. It's super powerful. It's the only place change really happens. So, um, yeah, and and those stories that we have, they're always there. And I always tell people as you start to do this work and you start to kind of uncover those stories and identify what they are and start writing them down, sort of I call it capturing, you know, you're catching those stories, then it's really important to be kind to ourselves. And I'm sure you tell this people as well. Um, as they start to say, oh, wow, how, why have I been telling that story? It's just an awful story. You know, when you realize that the story is just making you feel worse about the bad things that already happened. And so I always tell people it's important to have self-compassion because stories always serve a noble purpose. I love that so much, so much, Carrie, because one of the places that I take my clients um, after we've done some of this hypnocore release work, and we do this through the subconscious, there's so much lack of um, self-acceptance and lack of self-love, uh, this whole thing of not enoughness in our world today, right? Especially for women, this is third chakra stuff. And I'll talk more about that when we talk about the masculine and feminine, but it, it's so important um, to come to this place of that love for self, that, that self-acceptance. And we have to, well, my process of doing that in my experience is when we can access those younger, younger parts, it's the younger parts of us that are holding on to those imprinted patterns, those beliefs. Oh, that's powerful. Really. I love that. The younger parts of ourselves that's holding on to that stuff. Because it does, it gets imprinted at such a young age. We, we're not even conscious of it. And I say this to people all the time as well. Like, you probably made up that story when you're three, four, five, or six years old. How, is that still serving you today in your life? You know, and yeah. that's what we have to go back and look at. And what I found to be one of the most incredible things to me, an aha moment to me when I was doing this work, is that most people don't realize they have a choice. Completely. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's like... A, I didn't realize I was telling that story. And B, I never knew I could change that. I had somebody say that to me after one of my seminars. She's like, I never knew I could change that story. You just you just assume this is the way it's going to be. This is just the chatter in my head. There's nothing I can do about it. Yes. You know, I say the mind is like a puppy that needs to be trained. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Is it, we have thousands of thoughts per minute. So how do we manage it? We've got to be able to manage it. And the interesting thing is 85% or 90% of those thoughts are the same ones we had yesterday. Yes. (laughs) Or like stuck on repeat. I always use the analogy of the album, right? I'm dating myself here. You know, the the vinyl album, when it would get stuck in the groove, you'd have to go over and either tap the machine, give a little bang to get it off of it. And it's, it's kind of the same thing with our minds. They just keep repeating the same things over and over until... 
we say, hey, wait a second, no longer. I love that analogy so much. I'm borrowing that because I'm, <laughs> I'm all about analogies and metaphors. So that is perfectly said. Thank you. Yeah, stuck in the groove. Well, you know, as a musician, I like everything musical. We talk about groove and, you know, patterns and melody and that because it's all so relevant. and People understand that type of a thing. Yeah. Except for the younger kids that don't even own CDs. So <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> exactly. So I love where we're headed with this. This is super powerful. And let's talk a little bit about the energies. You mentioned the chakras. I love the chakra systems as a Reiki master myself. And I think people have, it's becoming more common language I've noticed out there. Um, but, you know, let's talk a little bit about the energies because everything's energy. We're all energy. You know, everything in our house is energy. Our, the words we put out into the universe, we're sending energy out. And so how would you, how would you describe masculine and feminine? Because we're not talking about male, female, as I mentioned. That's right. So I... I like to say that there is, a, with the, the the masculine or the feminine energy, there is a shadow side, and then there is a sacred or divine side or aspect to that. And I'm, I'm going to give some examples. So if we took um, the shadow feminine, let's say, and these are kind of like archetypical um, beings within us, so... And, and again, I really want to reference that we can have a, a man, a male in that gender that is in in his shadow feminine. And, and what these aspects are, I, jealousy is a is a shadow, blame, being victim, the overpleaser. I say there's an overpleaser part or a rescuer part that we have within us. Uh, when we've got low self-worth, when we're not feeling enough. And all of this, I really reference or relate to third chakra, right? Because that's where our 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 personal will and our, our identity lands. And our identity gets so slashed when we're growing up. We're not really seen for who we are. Or we have personal will that was cut down maybe by our you know, ad- adults or or parents or school teachers, who, whomever it may be, where we start to get those imprints or those um, those feelings. Um, the shadow masculine would be phrased of somebody that's when they're in that shadow masculine, it's all about controlling, wanting to overpower, um, condescending, competition, unhealthy competition. Now there's healthy competition where you're striving within yourself to meet your own goals. But when you're cutting and being deceitful about somebody else and not wanting to see them succeed, then that is an unhealthy competition. So greed, overdoing, being in judgment, you know, these are some of the aspects, overwhelm. And I see um, a lot of these traits in the shadow masculine in many women that are entrepreneurial because they they go to this overdrive of trying to succeed so much and then the overdoing this, they, they go into overwhelm, they're overstressed, the anxiety comes in and their masculine energy starts to, to really dominate, okay? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is the divine feminine 
which is all about trust, receiving, allowing, pleasure, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sacredness, creating ceremony, um, grace, yielding, compassion. That starts, the the divine feminine inside goes to sleep. Mm. Whether you be male or female, the divine feminine goes to sleep. So it's hard to receive. Mm. The divine masculine, some of the the attributes about divine masculine are about being protective, protecting, having vision, taking the right steps of action. Knowledge. Now, wisdom is divine feminine. Knowledge is divine masculine. Mm. Strength of character is a divine masculine trait. Purpose, soul, intention, logic, and, and being loyal. And it's the feminine energy that, that, that creates. The masculine energy is the grounded force. It's, it's actually in the void it's consciousness but when we when we have within us a, i do a process where we we create a divine interaction a divine marriage that i call the integration because we're always seeking i'm going to say these terms here we're either horizontal or vertical we've got to integrate both and and the first one needs to be coming in preferably vertical. That means your core root divine connection as above, so below, your spiritual connection grounded to the earth. Now, in our society, we mostly go straight out, straight out horizontal, expecting our needs to be fulfilled and met by others. And then and then we're in a crisis about that. So when we can have balance within us, where we understand these aspects and behaviors of the masculine and feminine energy, we are more integrated. And that way we can go forth being whole to ourselves first, being self-full, not selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got a more balanced relationships with life, with our business, with our partners, with our family. That is the most beautiful description I've ever heard of that phenomenon of our energies very beautiful um and it just you know all i kept thinking was exactly what you just said you know making that relationship the vertical line the most important thing because your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you're ever going to have right and if you can't get that right you're, you're not getting all the other ones around you right because if that one's faulty then everything when you're looking for that horizontal line which was so beautiful the way you said that we're always looking because let's face it, this world is externally focused. Everything around us, our phones, our houses, the cat crying at my door right now, we're all externally focused. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's so we need to take that, make that decision first to know that we do have the choice as to what we focus on and bring that to that vertical line, which is being in alignment, which we talked about earlier and what you yes. just mentioned. And so, hmm what were you going to say? It's really beautiful. Um, I was going to, I was just going to say, you know, when we, when we're focused so much on the horizontal, what happens is, is that we attract in people into our lives where, where you're meeting each other in your wounded spaces. 
eventually those wounded spaces start to come up. The, those inner children are going to, to be attracted to each other, right? Until yes. we come to conscious awareness that, you know, this is a, this is a, a place where some healing could happen, right? And, and when we're, when we've got that consciousness and we come to that place of healing, then those, the, the, the neediness, right? That, that is, um, the neediness, which is a shadow feminine aspect, doesn't raise its head that way. <laughs> I love that. That's really beautiful. And we're going to break right here, guys. I know you're hanging on her every word, but don't go anywhere. Just a word from our sponsor. Hold tight. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Hello and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here. We're in this incredible conversation with Sunshine Beeson, and we're just talking about the shadow side um, and the divine side of the masculine and feminine energies that we're talking about. We're just talking about um, one of the shadow emotions of neediness um, on the on the feminine side. And how that affects us when we start meeting people, when we meet people in relationships, when we're in that negative state, how does that affect our relationships? And that's kind of where we left off. And how can healing happen from that? 
So it, it is interesting who we're, who is coming into our field, I like to say. Um, who are we energetically attracting? Because we all, like we've spoken earlier, Carrie, you know, we're frequency, we're vibratory beings, everything is vibration. And if we have dominant, uh, what I'm going to say, shadow pieces, parts of us that are buried, okay, because these parts are not always conscious or prevalent, then after some time, or maybe even in the beginning, when we're attracting into a relationship, we're going to be met, each of the couples are going to be met with their, their what I'm going to call their wounded parts, okay, and maybe their young parts that have had um, adopted different imprints and beliefs, especially ones around worthiness and not feeling enough. So then what happens when we don't feel enough in ourselves, then we are seeking uh, the neediness starts to to go outward. And we're trying to have that other being, that other person um, give us what we think is that we're lacking because there's a gap in there. <laughs> that's really, that's so powerful. It makes me think of the movie, you know, where she says, you complete me. Um, <laughs> and we wrote a song, my, my partner wrote a song about that. It was kind of a it was a Farsi little song about the fact that nobody completes you. We complete ourselves, right? You know, we are the only ones that can fill in that empty piece, that void that we feel like we have, which is why we turn into the needy, which is why we turn into the controlling and all those things that we do in relationship. And so how does this lead people to healing? What if people with a victim story, as I always call it, and I call it in my book, they're hanging on to that victim story. Woe is me. It affects their self-esteem. They have the self-worthiness issue or a lot of people overachieve because they feel like they're not enough. It's got to be the next this, the next certificate on the wall, the next whatever it is. How do you heal from that? If you you find yourself already attracting people like that in your life, where can you find healing in there? I love I love what you're segueing segueing into. And and what I want to back up for a second is I actually use that example of that movie. You do. Um, <laughs> because oh my gosh, that just gets me like, no, you don't nobody completes you. You are complete already. So interesting that what you're saying about the certificates on the wall and having to overproduce like that. When I'm looking at somebody's eyes, I can see that where the way they were raised, the way that they are interpreting being visible, being seen, being loved is because the the parents or a teacher has instilled in them that it is so important to produce, to perform, to get good grades, to, to do the doing. And that becomes a part of their belief system that if I, and then become the over pleasers, by the way, as well. Mm. And so they're always seeking, like, I've got to prove it. I've got to prove myself. I've got to get that certification. I need another one because I don't believe that I'm ever, ever, ever enough. So then that's how the story goes. It just continues until we really are oversaturated with the excessive overdoing and going into overwhelm and overdrivenness. That is so powerful. I know that song very well and that story very well. <laughs> so I'm intimately connected to that one. And so we all have our thing, right? And like, 
it, 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 it takes that moment, that aha moment. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, it comes from something happening, something catastrophic happening or, you know, I don't want to list catastrophic things, but a lot of times it's something physical that is our wake up. And I know for me, you know, my body have t- has talked to me a few times that way, like, hold on, you're going too fast, you know? And so that's how, for me, it manifests. You know, and I had a few health scares that I had to say, okay, um, I got to really look at my story around this stuff. I love what you're saying, Carrie, because when uh, many times people come to me for physical ailments, whether it's it's gut issues or skin problems or or even the emotional, the anxiety and so forth, um, the physical part, it, it, here, here's how I like to say this, you know, our, our, I'm going to get a little woo here, but on... <laughs> You know, we've got this auric field. You've all heard, everybody's heard of the aura. It's it's about seven layers of frequency of energy to it. That's the first place where the leaks, tears, and holes happen. That's where the first piercing, I'm going to say, happens before we get it in our dense physicality. And that's part of the emotional body. That's the spiritual, emotional energetics that's where all of those belief systems are kind of hanging out before they get permeated into the depth of the physical so when people are coming you know to 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 heal something physical it's like okay i always know that i'm going to say 90 95% there is an emotional link there's an emotional aspect connected to that physical there's there's parts of our body and it's very well known now the mind body connection but in, you know, the lungs are a place that hold grief. The kidneys is, is fear. Our lymph system holds resentment and our uh, liver holds anger. So many of these emotions can stir up and be in any place in the body. So when I'm doing my hypnotherapy work, I'm accessing, first of all, layers of these emotions and where are they? And like people are just blown away. Well, it's, it's in my, in my right leg. Okay. Well, the right side of the body is the masculine energy mm-hmm. and your father's ancestry, the, like the right eye. Okay. And the, and the left eye, the left side of the body is the feminine, which holds the generational aspects of the, the mother. So the body, I mean, the body has so much language that it speaks to us, but the listening, the listening isn't there. And and I think people are really awakening now more and more. The consciousness is really opening because people are very frustrated with mainstream when they've tried and tried. And there's a place for it, of course. But when we try to do a drug, you know, that's just covering up a symptom and I don't, I am not a symptom, symptom person. <laughs> I want to get underneath. Let's get under it. My, one of my mottos is you can't get over it till you get under it. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yes. And it's the chronic stuff. You know, I've studied natural healing for a very long time as you have. And it's the chronic things when you really have to stop and say, okay, this has been going on for a really long time, because like you said, there's a place for Eastern for Western medicine, you know, there's a place for each piece of it. If I have an emergency, I'm certainly going to go there. Um, But for the chronic stuff, that's when we have to look inside. That's when we have to look at all the pieces, mind, body, spirit, what's happening, what's out of alignment. 
you know, that's really where we can find the answers, like you said, in the listening, you know, and when, when, when somebody decides that they're ready, and a lot of times with this kind of work, it does have to, it comes to a point where something happens and they say, okay, I'm, I am listening, you know, and they need someone like you, a practitioner that can really bridge that gap between what is possible from a healing standpoint, sometimes versus what they were taught to believe, you know? Yeah. And the thing too, Carrie, is, you know, here's sometimes what happens. I might see, let's say a woman and I'm doing an iridology session and she's loving it so much and it all makes sense. She goes, I have to have my husband come. And I say, okay, wait, (laughs) what's really important here is he has to want to, you've got to want to, right? You got to want to step into it. Otherwise it's, it's futile, right? Agreed. It's a personal, it's so very personal. You know, I can tell people have all excited about a lot of different things, um, but it has to be, they're wanting, just like you said, you have to come to the table. I'm ready to change. I'm sick of whatever it is that I've been struggling with. And the same thing with all of our work, right? I mean, somebody doesn't just wake up someday and say, hey, I've got a really bad story. You know, it's sort of coming to that conclusion that you're you're just, you got to get out of your own way. I love using that statement, right? Getting ourselves out of our own way because our body really does know what to do. I mean, look at Louise Hay's work. It just really yes. correlates with what you're saying. Yeah. Each piece of our body, you know, each ailment always has an emotional um aspect to it, if you will, and a story that sits behind that, right? And that's what I love unraveling. Okay, that's great. Let's get behind. What is that story? Like you say, get underneath that. What's the story that you tell yourself about what happened? And in that, there's a lot of clues because there's a lot of um, belief systems that sit behind those stories and what we say to ourselves, which affects us on a daily level very deeply. And you know what I find so fascinating? Uh, I mean, this is my 41st year of doing this work. And I still love it so much because I'm so fascinated by the innate intelligence and wisdom of the body. But within the body, you know, I, I like to say our bodies are like a home. And in this home, there are lots of rooms with closed doors. And who whom is occupying those spaces are all the different ages of us. It could be an infant, a five-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 20-year-old. And those are the, those are the parts of ourselves that hold those, those stories. But there's such wisdom when we can access and give those inner kids their voice. And I call them fragmented parts of self. And then when we reintegrate those parts of selves and they get to have their voice, oh my gosh, life becomes so ecstatic and pleasurable. And re, you know, the integration brings so much joy and relief that we're not, I say there's either two things happening. You're either in life in reaction or you're in response. Reaction, of course, is the triggers and responses. Oh, life is easy and feeling good. And I feel so free. I love that. Those need versus those knee jerk reactions. I talk about that a lot because I feel like meditation grows that space in you. So you have a second to, to decide, do I want to respond or do I want to react in my old unconscious ways? And so that's really, really powerful. This is a really great point. We're going to take a quick little break here. Don't go anywhere. I know you're loving this conversation. Come right back. We'll be right with you. 
Hey, beautiful listeners, are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you'll want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with my special guest today, Sunshine Beeson, and we're having an incredible conversation and we're talking about masculine and feminine energies. And we just left off and we're going to talk about how do you know when enough is enough? When is it you're just throwing up your hands and you're like, I need a different way. I need to start healing. I know something's off. When does that happen, Sunshine? So oftentimes I'll have people come to me it's almost like a last resort because they they may have tried many different types of therapies, which I always acknowledge. I, I say it's never a waste of time. Um, I don't put down any other therapies. I, I say there's value to everything. If you're striving to really better your, yourself as a human being, and it's when 
they are having struggles in their family, either with their children, they're not getting along with their kids or their spouse. There's arguments every day. It's creating such stress or even in their business or, or, or you know, even I even talk, uh, help people with money issues. So we've got, uh, cause that's a whole nother topic of energy of, of money, a whole nother entity, I'd say. So, they come because they've, they're, they're at the point of their wits end, right? And what I love so much is that I, I give them hope, right? I give them some hope and they're really ready because I don't, I really like to work with people that are ready to step in a hundred percent because I'm going to give 150% to have them see results and to really, really embrace the change. And again, talking about the familiar and the unfamiliar and guide them, hold their hands and, and have them feel safe enough that they can really explore the deepest depths of what is happening that they've stuffed down. Like in those rooms that we had talked about. Another analogy I like to use is, is that, um, some of these emotions get packed away, like in a suitcase. They just get. The suitcase just keeps filling up, filling up, and it's about to burst open at the seams. And that's also the time when people have felt like, okay, I've had enough, right? I need to do something different. And so I feel like I'm, I'm at the enough of a difference <laughs> because mm-hmm. not many people have heard of iridology before, especially on the East Coast. So it's, it's, um, you know, it's a, a really great different kind of offering that works well with so many different other therapies that are out there. And you offer so much, just what you bring to the table. And, and, um, and I love that. And you said the, I'm giggling about the suitcase that's going to bust because I always call it the emotional backpack. So I think <laughs> about putting it on the backpack, you know, and it's so heavy. It's like ready to burst at the seams because, you know, it's emotional stacking, not in a good way. You can do it in a positive way, stack your emotions if you want to start feeling better, but you can also stack that stress and negativity. And if you don't have a way to release it, you know, you're in, in, in deep doo-doo, as we say, because it's just going to come out all over everybody else in a way that you don't want that you'll feel bad about after. I love that. Gosh, you and I are, we're into the analogies. I, <laughs> I, I love what you just said, because what I express to my clients at times, because they're so tired, the fatigue. I mean, my God, I see, I see such adrenal fatigue in, in young people too these days. I mean, 50, teenagers to their 20s, that is one of the organs that is so maxed out in our world today is the adrenal glands, the endocrine system. And I say these emotions, they're like concrete brick weight that are, are going to be so heavy. So that's what's causing, you know, part of the fatigue and the tiredness and listlessness. Yes, that's so powerful. <laughs> You're going to laugh when I say this. So one of the things my husband loves to say, and I, I talk about this in my signature talk, is um, drop the bag of bricks. Right. Yeah. If I bring up something, <laughs> he's like, drop the bag of bricks. So it's such a visual. Like I even have, you know, a slide for it with a guy like, oh, you know, you think about dragging this bag of bricks around and it is it's exhausting because that's where we just stuff all that stuff, the heavy stuff that we don't want to deal with that we pretend is not there. It's yes. going somewhere if it's if you're not processing your emotions. 
Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, we do have, we do love the analogies. <laughs> Metaphors. <laughs> but you need to give someone concrete information, yeah. like something, people want something that they can relate to that understand. And I yeah. think brains immediately get that kind of, they can just link right up quickly. So if you were to give somebody some advice, if you were to, you know, some of these younger people maybe that are coming to you with this adrenal fatigue, which is really sad because that affects everything. I've had that before and, and had to work hard to get it back to where it was. What, what, what advice would you give people? What's one thing that they could do every day for themselves on their own until they're ready to come and see you um, to make themselves feel just a little bit better? What would be a, a piece of advice? I think the thing that really creates shift so immediately is what we do every day naturally that we do when we're first born, and that's to breathe. And most people, they breathe so shallow. It's the upper, upper chest. And so there's many different types of breathing out there. I, my husband and I, besides the sacred sexuality, we do breath workshops for people um, because people are not breathing. And there's a, there's one simplistic breath that I, that I love to share with people. And that's where, and you're going to slow everything down, but you're going to inhale for a count of four. You hold the breath for a count of four and you exhale for a count of six. There's many of these variation types of breathing, but I say time it on your phone for one minute and you will have a shift. The other thing is if you're stressful while you're driving and you're at a, at a light or you don't even have to be at a light, but ch Carrie, you're going to love this because you're, you're a voice person chanting, doing chants. And I don't know if you've heard of doing the vowel chants, A-E-I-O-U, but you take a big breath and you say each of those vowels and you just let it just get it out there. That's going to create an immediate shift too. I love that, of course. And as a singer, as I'm thinking, that's why singing and music is so healing because you're doing that deep, you know, diaphragmatic breathing all the time. And I love that. You just gave two really simple things. And that's what I love about this kind of work is the simpler, the better, because these simple things over time cause huge transformation, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like nature. It's like, there's nothing complicated. I mean, there are some complicated things if you want to talk about, you know, way up in the sky, but the things are pretty simple out here. When I look around, when I go out into my yard, trees just grow every year. It's very simple. And when we can go back to what's most simple, most of the laws of the universe are based on simplicity. Yes. Right. And so you just gave us three really simple, but powerful things. If people will practice those. Um, I love that. And the cool thing I love about breathing too is how that deep breathing, it it inspires that vagus nerve to calm down. Exactly. Right? Yes. And yes. I'm always telling this to my daughter. She likes to hear that like, she's a singer too. And I know when she goes and starts singing, her anxiety level goes woo, way down. But if she's in their classroom and she can't break out into song, then I have her do some breathing. And we talk about that vagus nerve that runs through her body. Because if you can calm that vagus nerve, everything just calms down automatically. And that's exactly what you're doing with both of those two things, right? Yes, exactly. And you don't have to know how it works. I always tell people, 
Like right. they always, you know, like even with meditation, you know, I, I, I love talking about how it works and why it works, but you, you know, the same thing with a light bulb, you don't have to understand how the lights work to walk in here and flip the switch on the wall. I don't need to understand that. I just know that it works. That's right. Mm -hmm. So tell us where can they find more about you? I'm sure they're dying to find out about more about iridology and perhaps even work with you. So where can we tell them to find you? So my website is what is iridology.com and iridology is spelled I R I D O L O G Y. So what is iridology.com? Beautiful. And we've been talking about the masculine and feminine energies. And I think you have a really fantastic course on that as well. If people want to dig into that deeper. I do. I have a course and it is called the masculine feminine, the integration of the shadow and the sacred. And it's a five module pre-recorded informational um, study. And at the end of each module, there is actually a, a meditation process that helps you integrate each of the lessons. Ooh, I love that. I really love that five module because my book is based on a five step process with a meditation for each one of them. So I love that. I love that. they. I think it's nice for people to have a variation on meditations because there's so much to choose out there and people again they want to complicate it and they they're just not sure where do I even start just start anywhere you know and that's a great place to start if you loved what um, Sunshine was talking about with the integration of the masculine and the feminine and the divine um, and you also get the meditation with them which which is a really powerful thing so I thank you so much for coming on today this has been incredible talking to you today that's so much fun with you Carrie thank you and if you want some more analogies, just go visit our website. <laughs> and right. what is iridology.com? And thank you for spelling that out for people um, because it's I-R-I-D-O-L-O-G-Y. And again, I had a reading with Sunshine. It was truly remarkable. And I learned a lot of really incredible things that I would not have otherwise known. So I highly recommend that. And thank you so much for listening today on Look for the Good. Stay tuned for more episodes coming up. And as always, always remember, it's never too late to live your best story. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a fabulous day. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on Demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.